Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode, another edition, the hotly contested, widely loved, and acclaimed, that's right, it's C2C Radio Show, Corner to Corner, is back, right here on C2CRadioShow.com, through Spreaker.com, Amazon, Spotify, Apple iTunes, of course, and all places in between. It is a uh, interesting Royal Rumble Monday. And I'm Stan Grubb with my tag team partners. Rob Hefner is here. I that I am. And Brian Taylor is here. Nah, man, I don't know if they deserve me today. Ooh, that's not nice. They don't deserve you. I I mean, I want to know what they're contesting anyway. I mean, if you're you're saying that it's a highly contested show, hey, then I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. You say controversial things. The FCC won't let you be. That's right. And what's your name? What was it? Somebody's husband in the song? Uh, Ms. Cheney. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> like she's got other things to worry about, like, uh, I don't know, politics things. That would be funny yeah. if you got a knock on the door tomorrow. <laughs> Some dude in a black suit. Yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Grubb, paper. Miss Cheney would like you to shut up. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't me. It was you. Was, was the guy? He's not in this town. He's in the other town. No, sir. By our records, you are the sole proprietor of this operation. Crap. Uh, I don't know who you are. Prank caller. Click. FBI won't let me be either. <laughs> <laughs> let me out. <laughs> Nobody bought <bother> me. <laughs> wow. Uh. Emotional, exciting, fun week this past week. Um, we started off last week talking about, uh, you know, how the world would uh, handle a potential tribute show to Jay Briscoe. And uh, we got a real good glimpse of it. I have not seen the show yet, the actual tribute show that's on, should be on YouTube and uh, Honor Club. But mm-hmm. AEW did put together the uh, Jay Briscoe tribute. And we got to watch on Dynamite Mark Briscoe against Jay Lethal. Uh, so very few matches have ever, like, brought me to tears. I can maybe count them on one hand, maybe even two fingers. Like, I can't even think of 
emotional moments of wrestling from that regard. And it wasn't actually from a match, but this one did like watching this from start to finish. You know, you hear uh, you see Jay Lethal come out. He's already just a mess getting to the ring. Briscoe's Wait. music hit. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm tracking. I'm tracking. You know OK. Me. I thought uh, you said Brisco- something. That was my mistake. Briscoe's music hit. And the next thing I know, it is, um, damn, it's it's tears. I mean, my, my wife and I are sitting there watching, and, you know, you know that Caprice Coleman, Excalibur, you could hear it in his voice, Riccoboni, you could hear it with him. Um, man, it was the, it was literally the tough, the toughest main event I've ever watched in my life. And not because it was a bad match. It was actually a very, very good match. Um, but I've never watched something as emotional as that in professional wrestling ever. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever see anything ever that emotional either. I don't know what, what you guys thought, but um, it was a tough watch for a lot of reasons, but I'm, I am glad that I did it. Just definitely hard to do. Um, whoever wants to go first, uh, your thoughts on Briscoe and uh, Lethal. I mean, I think it was a great nod to the history and to the legacy that is you know, Jay, and Mm -hmm. I mean, like people were saying, oh, why would they do that? Why would they do that? But then, you know, you read that they requested it, you know? Yeah. That they wanted it. And the fact that they gave it the spot they did on the show, um, the time they gave it, and you could tell the emotion running through the whole thing, you know? And when he held up both tag titles, you know, that's what got me. It was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, like they didn't come out and say, all right, well, he's not the champ anymore. Like he took the belts down there and he's like, you know. Um, but yeah, I will say like goosebump moments. Um, and just the match itself. If you take the emotion out of it, the match itself was match of the year quality um you know just he has a damn good career ahead of him you know if he chooses to keep wrestling without his brother um but whatever he decides he's gone out on his terms you know what i mean and um awesome awesome match yeah i mean it was um I had that thought as well. If, in fact, we're going to see Mark Briscoe more in AEW, it sounds like we will. Warner Warner Discovery has uh, basically come out and said that they would allow it going forward. Brian, I mean, how did you feel watching this main event? Um, I don't, I, I don't know if I watched it really with any added feeling. Mine was... The, the numbness for me and everything was the week before. Um, yeah. I'm glad that, um, uh, well, in a way, I guess it sucks that uh, you had to have this tragedy for Mark to finally, you know, get on, get a wrestling match on. Uh, I guess you'd call it a more of a national company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, y'all said 
what y'all said about the match and I kind of uh, go along with most of that. My my problem is um, you know, these these jackasses that run the companies and who I mean completely missed such an opportunity. Um and then you have uh, other little jackasses like uh, Smelter. Um, oh, you you know, I think it was that day. With, uh, he'll never be on AEW TV or the day before or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, he gets it wrong. And, and sometimes you just got to learn to just enough's enough. Just shut your mouth. Let's see what yeah. happens. And let's go with it. Um, I am curious what happens with the tag titles and hopefully I do hope that at least Mark can be signed to AEW not ROH although it's an interesting thought that Mark could as a singles competitor get the world title now And with it certainly has with the ability. The yeah. ROH would be amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow, what is that? What? Whatever the noise is in the background. Oh, who knows? So, I'm sure they'll turn it down in a second. So we don't get copyright infringement or some <laughs> cease and desist over having uh, what uh, what uh, whatever that is up to loud. It's a Turn very it dramatic so. music, whatever the hell well, we it get is. In trouble. Very dramatic. <laughs> no, it's, uh, what's that stupid? What's that show y'all watching? Cadness Everdeen? The Hunger oh, Games. Oh, that's right. The Hunger Games. Doesn't Warner Brothers own that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want any heat from Warner yeah. Discovery. Yeah, they can really. They keep us con- off of everything. Con- <laughs> <laughs> Consider what I just said. Let's not get in trouble now. We um, just watched know, part of that this this uh right before i got on here <laughs> i i will say though out of everything it was this past couple weeks it was more interesting to hear from people that you just weren't sure you'd hear about from like cornet cornet had a very interesting you know little spot on the show about uh warner brothers not taking the briscoes and putting them on tv and stuff like that so mm-hmm. Nothing unites a community more than someone being disrespected, whether it's in his life or in his death. Um, and I noticed that. I mean, everybody from Cornette to Russo to Bischoff to Shivani, you know, of course, Shivani's going to respect it. You know what I mean? But literally everyone is is out there talking about you've got to put these guys on TV. You know, Jay Briscoe. Yeah, he he did tweet what he did, but it was a lifetime ago almost, man. I mean, it's it's in the society that we're in right now and the cancel culture that we witness so so often. Um it's like a guy can't change. Like he's not allowed to grow and change and heal from what he's done in the past. So they put this edict out there. The Briscoes aren't going to be on AEW. Okay, fine. You know. So we now find out that after he's died, how much he's done for his entire family and community. 
it wasn't just a guy that was a pro wrestler. It wasn't just a guy that was tweeting out stupid stuff back in the day. This is a, a man who com- contributed to society in so many different positive ways that literally the entire wrestling world is like, uh, hello, Warner, your guys are stupid. Put them on television. And it takes it takes his passing to finally get him on TV. Which is well, not only shame. that, but like in 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 Delaware, the the town uh, escapes me right now. But uh, then they like shut the whole town. Down. Yeah, the basically <laughs> the, the whole town of Sandy Hook. Yeah, yeah, Sandy Hook basically closes down. You know, a person's reputation is measured by the legacy he leaves behind. And if if the fact that they couldn't do just a funeral home funeral, no, they had to do an entire high school gymnasium for people to celebrate his life in the local area, friends and family. I mean, if that doesn't speak to what he left behind and the legacy that he created, I don't know what does. Yet they keep Ezra Miller as the flash. Yeah, that that's irritating. So, and that guy broke into people's houses and freaking held him at gunpoint. I mean, we're not talking about a guy that just said, hey, screw you guys. I'm smoking pot today. No, he's breaking into houses. <laughs> yeah. No, didn't he, like, kidnap a girl or something? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like driving around with somebody. You're not getting out of my car. What the hell? But he's the Flash. He's a yeah. superhero. He's going to have a movie come out here soon. And all is going to be forgiven in the, in the world of the media. Mm-hmm. But other people have done less and been written out of what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, these companies should really understand that, you know, there are certain, there's just certain things that you really shouldn't, you shouldn't mess with if you, if you're not familiar with, um, you know, if you're really not familiar with uh, with it, so like you know, wrestling or comics. I mean, there are certain certain things you should just shouldn't dabble in. You mm-hmm. should be like, let's let's just give uh, let's give a uh, let's give the, the creepy little marks what they want, and we'll leave them alone, and they'll make us money. You know? <laughs> yeah, we we live in a world of I'm again. We live in a world of inclusion now, and. Hey, I'm usually the guy that's like, hey, that's okay. That's a good thing. But there's times where it's really not. <laughs> there's times where it's really like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. And I, I'm not, you know, we have a few rules on here. We we avoid politics and all of that. And I'm not trying to go too deep in the weeds. But there's a time where it just doesn't make any damn sense to to start simply because it's what the world demands. Which is stupid. And that's what Warner Discovery did. Essentially, they bent to the will of people that were offended, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And I get it. It was bad, but it's done. I mean, Roseanne Barr was fired from a television show for saying what many people considered to be racist comments and insensitive comments. So should she not be able to come back and and clean her image up? Will Smith smacks Chris Rock for talking trash about his wife, a fact that many people actually saluted, myself included. But 
suddenly he's blacklisted from the Oscars. Again, not to go too deep in the rabbit hole here, but that's but an never, example never of stuff that doesn't have to happen. Now he has a movie coming out that he wanted an Oscar for. And now he's like, I'm sorry. Right, right. Only because the world basically forced him. And maybe his wife. Maybe his well, wife. Well, I mean, you, you, I if you, like, like, not to get in the weed. Like, if you get in the cancel culture, it's all in who does it serve. Right. Right? Does it serve the pockets of the people, the fans, to cancel these people and hide them? Or is it going to cancel more of, you know, like Ezra Miller, okay? If you're going to cancel him as the Flash, now you have to take this multi-million dollar movie and reshoot it with somebody else. You know? And those at DC, you know, like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, um, we're just going to, like, we've got too much money invested in this. Now, if they would have done what's right, which they've done with all kinds of other shit, they would have said, you know what? No amount of money means this. This guy has hurt too many people. He's not a good image for us. Let's just redo it. Right. You know, like, was watching on the news how they can do AI and all kinds of stuff. Like, you could basically redo the movie and just put somebody else's face on him at this point with technology, but you know, it's, it doesn't serve them to say anything that they're just like, Oh, we'll let the legal world say what it is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in times when you should just take a step back and acknowledge the history and acknowledge the, what is going on, you know, like, you know, I kind of say like when we want a Wikipedia, what we want and, you know, make it the version we want it to make it, no matter what you're at, you know, oh, I want this. This is what I want to be said. This is the narrative. Well, then how are we any different? Yeah. You know, um, it's like wrestling is wrestling. And there are so many wrestlers that have done so many things that you're like, okay, or, or involved in so many things. Um, I mean, you look at, look at Lacey Evans today, you know, is she playing a part? Is she doing, is it all a shoot or is she just a horrible person? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right, right. You know, but they're not going to be like, oh, we're pulling him or pull him out. No, they just go about their day. You know, he said what he said, you know, whatever. Honor the man and what he did, like what he stood for, not, okay, this is his mistake on it, you know. 10 years ago. Well, there's there's tons of iconic people in the in the world that have done countless things that are so much worse and it's it's good that Warner Discovery is learning and has made the change and don't get me wrong, it's a good thing. And I feel like uh you know Mark Briscoe could do very well in Ring of Honor on his own. He could do very well in AEW on his own if he so chooses i mean i I don't know what he's going to do he hasn't really made a lot of public statements for the fans you know out there and for myself and for you guys i'm sure we'd all like to see him be successful and continue but i would totally understand if he decided to step away i mean he started this with his brother he said in a, a video kind of interview stream that he did with caprice coleman that you know he's he wasn't sure but he did want to kind of see it keep going. So for his sake, I hope he does. 
Well, I also think that, you know, there gets to be a point in someone's life and their career that, you know, luckily for some people in their careers that they don't have to do it for the money. Yeah. You know, like, I honestly believe the Briscoes, yes, they were kind of like, ooh, do we want any, you know, debate WWE or those was like, oh, do we want to touch them right now or whatever? Right. But if you think how many, like, also, did they ever want to go to the WWE? You know, were they like, you know what? We're doing just fine. We're being able to control our narrative. We do what our own. Didn't mean to say that. Sorry. Control our destiny. Um, <laughs> Careful with that narrative speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's just the thing, you know, like when I was doing plays, I always a- asked the question of people like, all right, could, would you want to be in one mega blockbuster or have a whole career making B movies? You know? And I always said, I'd like to make a career B movies, you know? Because at least you have a steady income coming in. That's before the days of Comic Cons where you could take one moment and be like, yes. <laughs> It's like I want to be in one Star Wars thing one time so I can be Stormtrooper 62859 of episode 17 or some shit. Well, with the most most recent trilogy, we had a lot of different A-list actors that did like Stormtrooper roles just so they could say they were in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, freaking Daniel Craig, <laughs> James Bond, basically took a Stormtrooper role just so he could say, yeah, I was in that. <laughs> Which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the Honor Club edition of the Briscoe tribute and I don't say version, that's not the right way to say it. The Honor Club (laughs) site and YouTube both will have the Briscoe tribute show in its entirety. Um, I haven't seen it on YouTube yet, but I had heard that it was up on our Honor Club already. Brian, did you say that it was or was not? Mm, I'm pretty sure it's up. Uh, Let me look, though. Because I know, oh, touch ID. Yeah, which one? Uh, let's see here. Jay Briscoe tribute and celebration of life. Let's yep. see if the show is on. Three hours, uh, five minutes, 37 seconds. Yeah, so it's got a bunch of videos. Let's see if it's on. Dang. Um, I'm just kind of scrubbing through. Yeah, there is. Yep, um, three hours. Matt, wow. That's a hell of a show. But it looks like it's mixed in um, Madison Rain versus. Sure enough. Okay. Um, Looks like they have other like ROH matches in there, too. So you might, you know, I don't know how it's broken down, but Mm -hmm. I'm looking at a lot of ROH stuff as well. Some uh, testimonials. Yeah, I see. Uh, just kind of scrubbing through. Prince Nana has got one. Looks like Samoa Joe's got one. It looks like there's a Jay Briscoe Adam Cole match. Uh, Marina Shafir versus. Oh, I don't know, but she. I don't know who that is. Uh, not a good look for her. 
Could have fallen on our head. Daniels. Stokely. Yeah, it's on there. So I'll have to check it out later. Yep, I'll be watching that at some point this week. Maybe maybe have it on, on half on mute while I'm working or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully well, if anybody think, from yeah. work is listening, they didn't hear me say that. I think the other day when yeah. I flicked it on, it had the the vignette from uh, the Wednesday he passed. Oh, I wow. That was when it was. Um, well, that was a tough maybe it was watch, last too. week. That little three-minute video they did? Yeah. Damn, that was so, a tough watch, too. Yeah, they had that on there, and that's why. I don't. I think I might have thought that was what was on there at the time. So, that makes sense. <sighs> so, of course, the Royal Rumble was Saturday. Um <laughs> We got a lot of different uh, ground to cover with that, so I figured we'd go ahead and just kind of dive through it. Man, the... yeah, oh man, oh, oh no, no, man. no, sir, no, you've got man, man. you've got a lot to answer for. Man, man, making your official return to WWE viewership. That's right. <laughs> I did. I watched it. I, uh, I there was my, no pre-show match. Up. We appreciate that. Thank you. There was no pre-show match, but uh, before the rumble began, before the show began, we got the return to the commentary table of Pat McAfee, which Ooh, apparently was legitimately a, a rib on Michael Cole. Apparently, they actually let him believe that McAfee wasn't going to be there. So what we heard on television was legitimately Michael Cole's reaction. If that's so, case, Michael Cole. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that was without a doubt some of the worst commentating ever. Yeah. And it said during the show that uh, it seemed Pat had had some adult beverages. I I would agree. <laughs> oh, he was drunk before he came out there. I mean, he didn't. They didn't shy away from the Bang Brothers. Yeah, he he was on that a little bit much. Like he's like, all right, buddy, it's done. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> well, so I mean, again, throughout the whole night, uh, that clearly had to be Vince McMahon pulling that string. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat McAfee and. Corey Graves together are without a doubt comprised the worst announced team ever. I don't give a crap what somebody says. They're awful. And if you don't believe me, all you have to do is pay attention to the women's rumble. When, uh, what's her name came out? Um, uh, was Dewdrop? uh, Piper Niven. Piper Niven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And listen to the way they poke fun of that name. Oh, she's for the majority of the match. And then. Yeah. And but it's it's never Piper. It's always Piper Niven. And at first they were being like fucking jackasses about it. Wow. And I guess one was feeding off the other one. And it was like, y'all have got to be about the dumbest people I've fucking heard. And it's no wonder people are turning off the TV. 
I mean, they're, that was one of my problems. They are, without a doubt, two of the worst commentators ever. Oh, yeah. They kept playing, like, when they brought her out. And they're like, oh, look, she's finally due. She, she's going to drop anybody. Yeah, it's Piper so Niven! And she would just be, like, climbing in the ring. It's Piper Niven! It's like, <laughs> dude. And then, you know, she would do something. It's Piper Niven! And I was like, shut up. And then later on, they're like, Piper Niven is still there! Yeah, I was like... <laughs> And again, that to me, that's one of the more, that's one of the easier ones I can pick up on. Right. But the ones got, both of them have absolutely no business whatsoever being commentators. Because I think what even, even Shane was like, oh, I need to turn this off. Or I cut the TV down, I turned the TV down or something. Well, and it's proof positive that when you have two color commentators and one play-by-play, it just doesn't work. What? Like Corey's trying to riff off of Cole, and then McAfee tries to throw in one in there, and then Cole's just like he's looking around, like not knowing who he's supposed to respond to first. It was just messy, and it was it was it wasn't funny either. What so what makes it messy is that Corey Graves thinks he's a heel, and Pat McAfee, because he knows no better, acts like a heel. Right. right. Agreed. And then you have Michael Cole try to compete with two heel color commentators, and neither one of them are any good. Like we're not talking like Bobby Heenan, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or right. Jerry Lawler who will actually pitch you softballs. I mean, these two are more worried about going into business for themselves and just saying whatever comes through their minds and to me that's you know that's why it doesn't work i agree i mean people talk a lot about AEW's referees and you know aubrey edwards for an example saying that she goes into business for herself to make a spectacle i completely disagree i think she's just part of the show but when you look at the commentators for wwe all of them except for what uh well who's that english guy that's on on raw i don't know he's he's not very good um But it's they all sit there and try so hard to make themselves the star. And even we love him, but even Morrow did it a little bit. It was it's like, come on, man, someone has to sit there and tell them, can we please just focus on what's on the television, please? You've got a monitor for a reason for crying out loud. I get that everybody's happy that Triple H is running creative. But for Christ's sake, just call the damn action. Well, it's not a hard, it, it is a hard job, but it's not that hard to focus on what's in front of you. Well, that, like you all said, I mean, they're making a name for themselves, so they're trying to get their stick in, you know? Right, right. It's just like when Excalibur has to say, don't face so Pesede or whatever the fuck he says all every <laughs> five fucking minutes, you know? Um, but like the problem with Graves and, um, McAfee is they neither one of them have any cred in the business to do what Bobby Heenan did. Right. You know, like Bobby Heenan, Jesse Ventura, you know, like they were the way they were. Jerry Lawler were the way they were because of what they've already established. Right. Because of who they were before they got to that desk. Right. Pat McAfee comes across as a pompous ass 
Mark, who has an ego the size of the arena and is like, ooh, look at me. And who better to give him that than Vince McMahon, who has an ego twice as big. And so you put him in there and you got Corey Graves, who no offense to his medical condition, like his concussions, never achieved but mediocre as a wrestler. You know, he, he achieved mediocre mid card and then he got hurt under and that sucks. But right. to stand there and talk like an expert, like I would never like in the limited commentary that I've done in wrestling, I would never try to say or come across as an expert in the field. Because there are guys out there that we know that we've worked with that have forgotten more than I'll ever know. You know, right. like, so you go out and you have fun. You call it like it is. But Brian and you all hit it on the head with it's, it's just they're self-serving. Mm-hmm. It, used well, to be, it used to be you were there to, for the product and to make the match. And Royal Rumble got just to be like two jackasses who are trying to, you know, when you're when you're at with a group of friends and a couple of them have had too much to drink and they just keep running their mouth and it makes it awkward for everyone. You know, it's like, okay, here we go. Oh, oh, you know, the only thing missing was the mama jokes. <laughs> yeah. Can you... Put on raw for me. Yeah, turn it and on. Well, Brian, if you're so, curious, you haven't missed anything except a lot of pointing to the sign. Oh well, yeah, that's that's typical, right? Um, but I mean, just look at like the Michelle McCool spot, right? Right. They show her earlier in the night, and she's kind of you know, she's in the same pose when they when when her numbers draw in the rumble. And then, you know, the, the, the two dipshits are trying to pass it off like, oh, she didn't know. She had no clue until her, until her music hit that she was in the rubble. <laughs> Stop. It would have been better served if you had tried to pass off that that was her plan all along. Right. She was sitting out there looking at the competition. Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. She just didn't want to run down the. She didn't want to run that 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 way that today. She she wanted to sit in sit down there and hop over the rail or something. Oh yeah, she had no clue. She she had no clue. She was her number was being drawn. Tell the music hit. Shut up. We're way past you insult my intelligence. Because there's not even a kid that's going to buy that. Right. Anyway, let's start this. Let's start this review so I can turn the TV off again. <laughs> I just, I just hope that Rhea Ripley drops Dom and like she can go out her own and show him what like you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a matter of time, but I think she'll be the one that that does break out of Judgment Day first uh-huh. as the star. I mean, Finn, Finn will be fine wherever he goes. I feel like uh, Damian Priest, if he Depending on what happens, probably with them after after Mania, when his contract is up, I could see him easily going 
back to Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor. Um, as far as Dom, I mean, he's... It, it seemed to me like they were building for a match with him and Ray, but apparently Ray's hurt. Um, well, so yeah, he's I'd this agree generation's David Flair, so... Yay. Uh, David, David Flair walked so that Dom could run. <laughs> listen, all I know is Rhea Ripley is like a Dom... A Natrix. Right. <laughs> you see what I did there? what you putting down there. That's pretty good. Hi, <laughs> so misters. Oh, speak of the devil. Look who's on TV. Yep, yep. She's getting ready to tell us what her decision is. Who's going to be who she faces? I wonder, I wonder. Actually, I really don't wonder. Oh, Charlotte. She, she put her in her place. She's going for Charlotte. Yep, told you. Yeah, that works. Wow. I don't even okay. I don't even have to have a podcast saying that my predictions are right to know that one. Wow. Podcast predictions, huh? Podcast predictions? Yeah, whatever whatever type of show he's got. What he's got a pod what he's got? Podcast or what would you call it? Podcast? Who are you talking about? Smelter. Oh, geez. Yeah, well, him yeah. and Alvarez do it. Everybody does it now. It's all part of everybody's shtick. Well, we're going to start doing it. I'm going to keep track of how many times I'm right. And then we're just going to see, just like that. I was, I'm was, i 100% tonight on a prediction <laughs> that she was picking Charlie Flair. <laughs> well done, sir. Bravo. Yeah. So Here you go. I'm clapping for you. you can, there you go, buddy. You can now call my 1-800 number, and for the simple fee of <laughs> uh, $3.99 a minute, I will give you my predictions of the WrestleMania card and who's going to win. That's how it starts. Wow. Okay. Hey, um, can we just get your autograph before you start your rise to fame? Mm-mm. No, no. Oh, I need damn. some lackeys to print off the news article <laughs> so, or the newspaper that we're going to start printing on a weekly basis. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll mail it out. Are you going to cover shipping? No, nope, that's on them. Oh, okay. Five ninety nine plus shipping. You too can have the news. And we're not we're not doing digital copies. We're going old school so we can get shipping and handling on them. Yeah, that's how we do it, mofos. <laughs> so the Royal Rumble started actually with the Men's Royal Rumble, which I thought was a smart move because as we would get to the main event, I thought it was a uh, really intelligent to not confuse things because there were going to be two. Two parallel storylines that they were trying to tell to us. Uh, the Men's Royal Rumble, of course, the story is Cody's Cody's quest, right? But it would be a pretty good amount of time before we finally see Cody come out to the ring. As a matter of fact, we start off with Gunther and Sheamus, which, uh, hey, Gunther. Gunther is a star. He, he's that guy. He could easily if they do this right easily be and i i don't know who said it in the chat during the show but he could easily be next in line for a wwe title shot after mania well if they go forward and separate the titles again then there's more to play with you know So let's see here. Notables, notables, notables. Uh, <laughs> Kofi Kingston. Um, so it's time to stop trying to do the, you got me out. Oh, nope. No, you didn't. Cause, cause 
because twice in a row, two years in a row, poor Kofi has bit the dust. Last year, it was going face first into the rail and then his feet hitting the deck before he could really get his bearings. This year, he was supposed to land on a on an office chair and instead just the chair collapses and he goes face first into the desk, wiping out. I also think it's the velocity he was thrown. Oh, man. And he was launched, so let's <laughs> made no mistake about it. He went flying. It was a mess. It was a mess. I'm surprised he didn't get hurt, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, it's probably, he probably might have. That's the reason he didn't get up. Yeah. Because <laughs> even Corey Graves said, I don't think his other foot touched the floor. I don't think his foot touched the floor. So he could still be in, and then they just went like, then Brock but, came in, and everybody's like, never mind. But does it only take one foot? No, it's both. It's supposed to be both. So wait a second. So how long has that been in play? Because uh, I'll tell you what I would do. 95? If, if I was thrown over the rope, I would make sure that I would keep one foot off the ground and hop around until I could get back in the ring. Well, I remember Shawn Michaels did it one year where he like had one foot then one foot was up then the other foot came down and so mm-hmm. like neither one was down at the same time and they're like both feet haven't touched the floor he can get back in yeah that's dumb yeah. as that's dumb as owl shit that's such a technicality i hope somebody does it next year well they've tried the hop on one foot thing before uh lawler did it um michael cole did it uh Santino tried to do it. I want to say uh, maybe even Kofi did it one year. I think Kofi did it where they put like he, they put stuff down so he didn't touch the ground or whatever. Pancakes. Yeah, they did the pancake gimmick. Yeah, you're right. Dumb that was pretty shit. dumb. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> Um, but they did. You, you're right. Graves did try to sell it and say, no, no, his foot's up. But everybody forgets because the next person to come down to the ring is Brock Lesnar. Um, I think a lot of people, when they were doing their predictions, were thinking that we were going to take the Vince turn and see Brock. Wait, you know, is that turn what around. I think it says? Smackdown in DC. I think it's available this Friday, 12 16. Hey, wait. Oh, that's that can't be right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Friday, March. Yeah, it said Friday t- tickets available next Friday, December 16th. Damn, are tickets TV not selling had, well? <laughs> the, the, the art department had one job. Yeah, really, the, the first show that I'm I'm officially back. I might have would have gotten tickets, but I can't because it's almost a month and a half since they went on sale. I'm on uh, Ticketmaster.com, and I say this from what I'm seeing, um, hard cam side, like where everybody's facing the camera the whole time, a lot of seats available, all the way from floor seats all the way back to the 417 section. 107, 105, 104, and then everything else is sold out. Yeah, well, I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Screw you. You missed the opportunity to get Brian in here. Screw you, Triple H. (laughs) You had an opportunity. You had one job. 
Oh, I can't wait to talk about that spot. Oh, man. Oh, I know which one you're going to mention. Yeah. We'll get to it. it. (laughs) Oh, we're getting to it. Uh, Let's see here. I'm trying to find notables within the men's rumble. I felt like the men's rumble, while it was entertaining, was predictable. Um, There really wasn't anything startling or odd or anything very different than the weird Bray Wyatt face we just saw. Um, We get we get Booker T as a surprise entrant. Nobody cared. Well, you know, flat for Booker, in my opinion. I don't know how I I I couldn't figure out how to phrase it in the chat last night. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, I think Booker might have some lazy legs now. He didn't hurt me walking. Yeah. Yeah, he was walking a little gingerly. That's true. Yeah. And they they're going in that weird direction that. Some of the rest of them, when they get older, their knees kind of go in those weird directions. Yeah, it's almost bow-legged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so now we know Booker got lazy legs. (laughs) Who got lazy legs now? (laughs) Five times, five times. You tried to get up five times. Don't worry, on the Hall of Fame podcast, Booker T will tell us all what's what. Mm. So wait a second, so... Y'all tricked me. That's what y'all did. This this is straight, uh, some straight bunk right here. Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, Money Corbin, whatever he's called himself, and JBL. That's right. They're together. <laughs> right, we well, did trick you. Now you're stuck. I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> All well, they had to do short was take him. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. Uh, All they anyway. have done with Baron Corbin is when he was on his bad luck or whatever, then been like, boom. And then it's like, all right, I'm going back to the lone wolf. Baron. I don't yep. need anybody. Yeah. But no, then they bring in Jackass. J- I mean, JBL. And um, no, you had it right. You had it right. Now, that was funny. Last week when Mike Rotunda comes in, it's like, now pay your taxes and it takes all the yeah, money. That was pretty good. So I guess I would venture to say JBL must be another Vince Simon. Yeah, very much so. I, I mean, but at the same time, I, part of me thinks that Triple H is also like, oh, this is great shit. Because he just didn't. No, he can't be this like is, that. This is typical. This is very typical of like, you get the, you get the Johnny Gargano matches and all of that. And then you get this. Let's show him what a real bad guy looks like. Baron's not a real bad guy. He's just bad guy. <laughs> he's just not good. And now he's going to take on Gargano. I am so screwed. This and he's going to win. Suck. Oh, God. But then no, Gargano please. has freaky, creepy, weird, weirdo. Whoa, that What's was not, that's not scary at all. <laughs> What's your job, buddy? I just come out in my gloves and stare at people. Freaking unmasked Jason Voorhees has got his back. Uh, I guess that's good. All right. So anyway, so I enjoyed the men's rumble, except yeah. for I did I didn't again commentary. Are you fucking stupid? And then the whole um, ricochet and uh, what's his name jumping across the ring. That yeah, was and everybody losing their shit. That this was has never happened before. My question is, uh, why would it? Well, I mean, my let's thing run, is... Let's fly and smack into each other. 
Yeah. Right. Go watch. Uh, go watch a ricochet match from Japan. And, you know. Yeah, but him and Will Ospreay, they did crazier shit than that. They just didn't jump from the apron and smash into I, each other. I bet you that's not the first time that that spot's been done. Oh no, no. I mean, it's been done on NXT. It's been done. I mean, it's been done a lot, but because it's not, you know, NXT's not Raw or SmackDown is a big freaking deal. Carmelo Hayes Wait. and uh, uh, Ricochet did it the first time on NXT. Yeah, I, but it, it's well, it's not the first so, ever, but you get what I mean. Yeah, it's just so crazy that people will lose their minds over a spot that they've seen before. But it's that's no the perfect. greatest thing I've ever seen. No, no, it's not. And if it is, you should stop watching wrestling. <laughs> Have a seat. Put your tickets yeah. down. <laughs> oh yeah, what was up with Montez Ford? Was that Montez? Who was the one in in shorts, basketball shorts? That was Montez. Yeah, yeah. I was confused by that as well. What? Why was he even in it? What know. did he really do? The other guy was in it too, but he got eliminated earlier. Yeah, but it, the, the whole thing is, you know, and again, it was a predictable rumble. We knew how it was going to end, but give them something. Like, yeah, he just dipped out. Nope, he's dipped out. So we get. Brock and Gunther and uh, uh, Braun and Lashley on the ring at the pretty much the same time. And I'm like, okay, that could be interesting. But then you start watching it and then Austin Theory's there. I don't give a damn about Austin Theory. I never did. Dominic's there. I don't care about Dominic. I know there's a lot of people out there that probably do because he's, you know, he's hardened by jail. But <laughs> he's a piss ant. It's like, why? Uh, but yeah, uh, they did have a great little sequence between Gunther and Cody to uh, potentially have have a uh, matchup down the line. I'm sure that'll be a good one, and that'd be actually kind of cool to see. Like I said, uh, Gunther get the title shot maybe at SummerSlam. I thought that was a smart prediction by Shane. Yeah, but um, isn't he is he SmackDown or is he Raw? Uh, he's SmackDown. He's Intercontinental Champion currently, but we all know a lot can change between now and then. Guess that ain't happening. Well, the fact that you put both of your lower tier champions in the Rumble instead of, you know, having a, I don't know, defend it. I I was convinced. I was convinced we were supposed to have Lashley and Austin Theory at the Rumble, but they had done it the week prior. Yeah, they were on Raw, but it's like, I mean, you don't build anything. Yeah. And we all knew that if. You know, now granted, I did. There was part of me that was like, "All right." I expected the the, I almost expected the Daniel Bryan kind of experience. You know, with the um. Oh, here comes the Oscar-winning movie, Cocaine Bear. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Got a bear crazed on cocaine. What? When we went and saw Violent Night, that was all. We're like, what in the world? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I expected, I half expected them to be like, oh, they're going to bring out Cody at number 15 or whatever, and then have, uh, like, Baron Corbin or someone eliminating, you know? Right, right. But when he came out 30, I was like, all right, he's going to win. There's no way well, they're was- going to have Gunther throw out Cody. I was more worried they were going to put Sammy in there 
and have either Cody or somebody eliminate Sammy and literally Lara? turn the crowd. <laughs> no, no, Sammy Zayn. Oh. <laughs> but to have the crowd literally turn on Cody, because that's typically what a WWE booking would do. Let's let's put them both in there. We'll make the fans happy, and then we're going to have Cody dump them. Like, that would have been, and I'm glad they didn't do it, but it would have been typical of what they what they normally do. You know what? You know what I absolutely, truly love about the way the WWE WWE's things is didn't Daniel Bryan? Yes, Daniel Bryan, because the other one was was Bryan Danielson, right? That's right. That's what his name was. (laughs) I'm making sure I'm using the right name. Anyway, didn't Daniel Bryan hold the record for longest? He did. He I'm, held th- the I'm pretty sure uh, I just read the that. Greatest Royal Rumble ever, or whatever they called it. Yeah. And so, for whatever reason, on this particular day, you said, F it. Augustus from Willy Wonka, go out <laughs> there and stay in the ring for one hour, 35 minutes, and 33 <laughs> seconds to eclipse. You know, Daniel Bryan by two seconds. I did. I called him Augustus. Yeah. (laughs) When half the time he looked at people and, like, half the time Gunther got in there and then, like, the other wrestlers looked at him and they kind of gave him that look like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) You know, what what they should have done is sent Cody one and had Cody break his record. In the grand scheme of things right now, Gunther is not climbing much higher. He's not going to set the world on fire. Right. And they could have done that. You know, Cody yeah. could have said, you know what, I'm back. And not only am I in the Rumble, I want to be number one. Yeah, I want, I want to run the gauntlet. Yeah. But no, we have, we have Walter. Walter, Gunther, Uther, Sphincter, Sphincter. Lucius Gerbert from Willy Wonka. Did you just say Sphincter? Yeah. Is that a German-sounding name? Sphincter? Sure. Sure, why not? I am Gunther Sphincter. I want to tell all of our wonderful listeners out in Germany, thank you, and that uh, the opinions of Rob Hacker are not in the Well, yeah, of- but so so unless he says it, like, with an angry vibe to it, it's not uh-huh. real German. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we're talking about a character that's named after who? <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. (laughs) We'll back that down just a smidge. (laughs) Do you want to go there, bro? No, we're gonna we're gonna go on and move on (laughs) to the next match. But one more point that that was probably the most predictable rumble I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. That was. Yeah, you kind of saw it coming from the word go. Mm-hmm. And I will say that when it comes to rumbles, like we do with the high spots, you know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, everybody's just going to stand right there in that one corner and you got to get your move in. All right, not everybody has to be almost eliminated in the Royal Rumble and then do the whole dramatic, I'm going to hang for my life and then I'm going to come back in. Like, not every elimination or almost elimination has to be like that. And I thought that was a repetitive thing last night, too. It's like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. 
and they're the lucky hell they was Gargano the just doing? Them so fools were tiled up. They almost touched the ground anyway. Yeah. Gargano just did some kind of crazy ass ring around the rosy thing with uh, Corbin. I don't know what the hell that was supposed to be, but whatever. He's uh, making a, he, Gargano's making him look good. He's trying. He's trying. We go from the men's rumble to the Mountain Dew pitch black match. L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt. Um, some of the comments from the chat. Uh, Shane thought it was effing horrible. Uh, Sonny thought it was uh, pretty good. I honestly thought it was all right. I mean, it was short enough to where it didn't irritate me, although the lighting was kind of an ear an irritant. But uh, it was cool because under the black light, you had, you know, Bray Wyatt with the uh, the, the face paint. That was kind of neat. The logos, the... Uh, I guess it's a moth. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it was all over, all over the arena. Um, we get a, holy a, a, cow! Oh, that's definitely you got an axe. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, bro, that's murder. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, why okay. while you're getting while you're getting distracted, um, I actually enjoyed the ambiance. You know, like the. The whole black light thing. Uh, I thought that was a very cool look, right? I don't, I don't think I've ever, ever seen a match uh, like that before. I thought that was a very cool, but the match itself, uh, I don't see why you ever paired L.A. Knight with Bray Wyatt. That was my biggest issue with it. Was like, who does this serve? I mean, for for his first match back, really? And then all it does is bury L.A. Knight even more. But ambiance was different. I mean, L.A. Knight picked the right type of gear. I mean. <laughs> At least it wasn't that annoying, really, really glaring red light mm-hmm. that they used to do with The Fiend. Because that would have really pissed me off. It was The black light was cool. Um, and honestly, like I said, I mean, the, yeah, there's some parts that I, I would have liked to have seen different. I would have liked to see it a little bit more um, back and forth. But for what it was, I mean, it doesn't hurt L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight's going to bounce back and he's he has a pretty big ceiling for where he can go. They, they uh, have really given him carte blanche for what he wants I, to say. I, I, I tend to differ with that point you tried to make. Because here we are with one of the most over and popular superstars we've seen in a very long time. Right? If you count when he came, uh, when he uh, transformed to Bray Wyatt, right? Over, so over, right? I mean, this guy's so over, you can print money, right? But through this whole thing, L.A. Knight, to me, is out of his element. Like, he's not ready to, to be prime time. Okay. He's not. I mean, there's nothing about that match that was like anything to be make you look at LA Knight and be, oh, that's a superstar. None of the mic work, none of it. None of it. And I'd have to agree with Brian. I mean, like, 
I think there's a there there is upside to LA Knight, but this match didn't do him any favors. Yeah. And the whole prelim didn't do him any favors. You know, like it might have been better, I guess, if he'd have been like a little bit more kind of like Randy Orton was when Randy Orton was fighting with Bray Wyatt, you know, that it, you know, Randy Orton was like, okay, this is creepy, you know, but every turn, LA Knight's like, well, I don't care. I'm a superstar. Who the hell are you? You know? So, I mean, I don't think it, my opinion, it didn't showcase either person in a, Ooh, I can't wait for the next match. Mm-hmm. You know, like LA Knight. Okay, whatever. I think the whole LA Knight gimmick is stupid. I think if he come out and just does like he did in Impact as Eli Drake or whatever, or somebody else, it'd be better. Um, but then Bray Wyatt, you know, he's coming out and he's doing the whole, I'm a changed man. But don't make me get the inner side, you know, like. Maybe do a little bit more play on that, and I'd be like, oh, this is cool. You know, kind of like back when Finn Balor would be Finn Balor, and then he'd be like, oh, nope, you get the demon. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we got a glimpse of what that next evolution of Bray Wyatt is, because after after Wyatt gets the win, we get uh, a, a post-match beatdown that continues, but Wyatt... I don't even know exactly what happens, but the next thing we see is he's got this this mask on his face, and he's literally doing the Jason Voorhees walk of terror as L.A. Knight's retreating, walking backwards, um, gets to a stage area, right, and he's just walking. <laughs> L.A. Knight's this highly tuned athlete, but he can't outrun <laughs> Bray Wyatt in the gas mask. I mean, what? Right. Anyway, Bray Wyatt's think, doing the I'm gassed, like, let me waddle over here and like just run, man. So imagine you've worked 15 minutes, you're huffing and puffing, and now you got to put a mask on your face. And it looked like it did cover his nose. That's got to be ridiculously hard. Anyhow, they get to a stage area. Um, Bray Wyatt kind of beats him up a little bit more. And then we see Uncle Howdy. Which I I know a lot of people are talking. They feel like uh, it's it's Bo Dallas. That's cool and all, but he does this this mind-boggling jump from the top of I can only assume it's like a scaffold area. And what's supposed to be a twisting coffin drop just really looks like he just committed suicide because he misses La Knight. <laughs> it goes crashing through the stage, which great visual, but. Uh, I mean, L.O. Knight, L.A. Knight, L.O. Knight, ha ha, L.O. Knight. <laughs> He's like five feet away from where you just landed. Um, not the best way to end that segment. He not rolled the best into the hole. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. I'll land over here eventually. <laughs> but again, though, the, the safety bag worked just perfectly the way it's always been designed to do. Because if I remember right, you actually catch a glimpse of it, so. Yeah, you do. You see it kind of expand out, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if there's a way you can protect that or not. Maybe you just shoot a little higher so you don't see it. Um, but well, no, like I, I, said, I, it was I just love when I just love when people talk about the safety bag. Like, we all know it's there. We watch this long enough. You know, there's safety bags there. 
you know. Yeah, but, I, oh, I it's a big a deal when away. somebody sees it. Yeah. We're a long ways away from Mick Foley going off the cage to the concrete. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. Sorry, guys. It's not going to happen again. We're, we're not going to get that moment again. And if you're really, really craving that, I'm sure there's a uh, a mud show out there in your hometown that's trying to kill each other. Well, there's enjoy, a reason why. That. every Right. There's a reason why every time they jump off, they jump into cardboard boxes. But you right. think the cardboard boxes are surrounding. Mm-hmm. You know? I thought the coolest effect of the whole entire match is when they took out the announce table and all that yellow crap came flying out. I thought that was cool. It was very smart, and it took advantage of the blacklight. I did like that. Yeah. Well, I oh, mean... Look, MVP uh, is interviewing a whatever. Base- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Basically, though, this whole match was a product tie-in, and I think for <laughs> yeah. a product tie-in, it worked perfectly. I was waiting for Bray to take a sip of the uh, Mountain Dew Black <laughs> and spit it in his face or something, um, but it turns out we'd had to wait till the entire press conference was almost done to finally see somebody take a sip of the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Um, any other final thoughts, guys, on this matchup? No, I mean, for a product placement match, I think it was splendid. But for an actual wrestling match, uh, I don't. Yeah, it was. There was nothing to it. Nothing to write home about. It was a lot better tie in than that Ricky Potts guy or whatever they had, you know. What was that, a pizza place or something? Are you talking about the, the guy with the pizza? Remember a couple years like, ago, they had the guy that was in the commercials, and then he showed up. He's like, ah! Oh, no, I don't remember that one. Put your yeah, feet you on the couch. On he ought to jump couch. on it. <laughs> he ought to jump on couch, MVP. <laughs> you're going to trim up that hair, but you're going to make that beard look like you're homeless? You can buy another one. I like that how they turned all the belt, belts to Velcro, and it gets tied up in the girl's hair. You're like, ah! <laughs> Next up's the Raw Women's Championship. We get Alexa Bliss challenging Bianca Belair. Um, honestly, I enjoyed the buildup to this match. I did not, let me say that again, did not enjoy this match at all. This was not their best showing. Uh, this is where we get the first glimpse, though, of Michelle McCool sitting at ringside with her little girls, um, which... Because Michelle McCool I mean, would come to a wrestling event without her husband. Right, right. Just random. <laughs> Don't worry, she's not doing anything. She's just here with the kids. The Undertaker is nowhere around. <laughs> right. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, I honestly was disappointed by this match. It didn't have to be Alexa Bliss winning the title, but I would have liked to have seen that. I just didn't think this match was very good, and they had they had the time. They gave them the time. It just, eh, not so much. I mean, I don't, I agree with you. It wasn't the best showing. Like, if they're going to do this whole transition for Alexa Bliss into the weirdo, creepy that she was back under Bray Wyatt, there was plenty of time in this match to transcend that as a match went on. Right. You know, like they could have had her kind of do some of that psycho stuff where she grabs her hair, you know, or kicked her out of the ring and she couldn't have any offensive. And then they kind of do something and she comes back up and she's got the black marks on her face, you know, but to do all that, then to have the stupid vignette at the end. I mean, what, what, what's the purpose? Well, the the vignette at the end, actually, I, I thought was kind of cool. Like I said, I mean, the build up to this has been how is Alexa Bliss handling the uh, provocation from Uncle Howdy? And I was OK with that, but the match supported none of it. And we saw none of the teases of how does she handle the, the her insanity, quote unquote, whatever. Right. We saw none of that. And as a matter of fact. Holy cow. So Cody Rhodes' clip, by the way, from the beginning of Raw, 244,000 people have watched it already. Jesus. Anyway, um, I mean, the the match itself just wasn't, it didn't generate any interest for me. And as a matter of fact, it avoided all of the setup. So let me it, ask you this. It was the Should match I, to go to the concession stand. Because this is, this is. I'm pretty sure I think I've made this point somewhere along the way in the past. Mm-hmm. Can anybody remember the last time that there was a match with Alexa Bliss that they were excited over? Do you remember? Hmm. No, that's that's a no. Fair you know why? Here, here's why. She is a mediocre wrestler, or not not mediocre. She is good enough to, to a point. Mm-hmm. But well, she's always her. been given those title shots because of certain things. And it's got nothing to do with the wrestling ability. And there are times you can see it in full effect that she doesn't belong in there with certain people. And then other times when you tailor make an opponent for her, she looks good. You don't see her with Becky. You don't see her with Charlotte. You don't see her with Bailey. Why? Because those are your top three. You put her in with Bianca, eh, they match up size-wise. This might be pretty good. And Bianca out-wrestles her. Oh, yeah. And then you have a how many months, what, two months buildup or one month buildup? And you fall flat on your face on the buildup. Great, we got we got a vignette after, but Rob is perfectly Rob is correct. Right? Somewhere during that match, she should have changed. Right. Pulling the hair, cheating, you know, whatever it is. Right. You have to give that girl help. Hey, you, you didn't do her no favors. 
because that's definitely a match between two of your bigger names that you can legit be like, oh, I could have done without that. You could have left that off the match. But matter of fact, when the DVD comes out, just leave it off. You know, don't even what? put an asterisk by it. Just leave leave it off. And all of the prep for the for the match, Bliss is like, I'm the new face of evil, blah, 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 blah. Tell me a thing she did that was even remotely resembling a bad guy. She growled. <laughs> didn't she pull growled. the tights, didn't gouge the eyes, didn't, you know, throw her outside. It just, it was a face-on-face matchup. And what, is hap- what normally happens when two good guys fight? It's well, I don't even... I don't even know if I'd call Alexa a good guy. Well, I think she's not supposed to be. Yeah, she's not Alexa, right? Uh, You know, the happy-go-lucky cheerleader. Mm -hmm. She's not that person no more. She's supposed to be teetering on the brink of insanity. Right. But she can't get it. And they should have learned from the last time she tried it because that was some of the dumbest crap you'd seen on TV. When she was, uh, uh, you know, the bad guy last time with Bray Wyatt. Right. But no, we don't learn her lessons. Right. And I don't think they did her any favors by putting her on the shelf for, what, six months? Mm. You know, basically writing her off after when Bray Wyatt left. Or was released and then they realized oh shit we have nothing for her to do right now instead of putting her where she was good like doing matches they put her on the shelf and then you throw her into this thing and it's like okay she's supposed to be this good bad crazy Nikki Cross does it hands down better than anybody right now agreed and they don't give her the time of day and that girl can wrestle anybody. Because she doesn't look like Alexa Bliss. Right. They no offense, so badly but... for her to look different that they changed her entire character and attitude to be Nikki A.S.H. They wanted so badly for her to be some kind of a comic book hero. And yes, that was a Vince call, but... They tried so hard. Now they go back to Nikki Cross being insane, and everybody talks about her again. Mm-hmm. What do you know? Holy shit. It actually makes sense again. You couldn't have done it with Bliss, please? Again, she didn't have to win the title. I really don't care about her being champion. That doesn't have to happen. But not one time does she, like you guys said, doesn't pull the hair, doesn't gouge the eyes, does nothing as a bad guy, doesn't struggle. As a matter of fact, she doesn't struggle at all until the end when she's already lost. After what I thought was actually kind of a sloppy KOD. Um, But nonetheless, she loses. We get the do you feel in charge, which, again, I thought that was kind of neat during Raw. (laughs) Now, after this match, why are you even doing that? Well, again, we're we're pushing something that. Should not be a slow burn. We're trying to get a slow burn out of this stuff. Right. I would not be shocked if they don't even get this done until WrestleMania. 
Right. I don't with think we'll find out who Uncle Howdy turning. is or actually see Uncle Howdy yeah. until WrestleMania. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? So it's some slow burn on a storyline that needs to be fast. Because you yeah. really should be pushing him to the top right now. Because you, you're going to need to the top. You're going to need someone to, again, even if he doesn't win the title, you need someone to be next in line. Because Roman's going to take time off after he loses the title. I guarantee you. He's going to take well, time off. Both titles, though. He's going to make a movie, he, something. But he's going to take time off. So if you don't have people next in line, and they've done this so many times, Cody's going to fizzle. Mm-hmm. And we'll end up getting, and I said it could be good. And from a match perspective, it certainly could. But if Gunther wins your title, I know I said earlier in the show that that could be a great match, and it could. But if Gunther wins your title, you've got a lot of work to do. Because even Sami Zayn, as crazy popular as he is right now, is not going to change that routine. And if Cody loses the title at SummerSlam, well, Brian ends up being right. Because that's what, six months? Less than six months after he wins the title? Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, I still agree with you. I still think that's what happens. Much as I want to see Cody get that moment, I still think that's what happens. Well, I mean, again, the, not getting to what could happen, but they're not, you know, based off of these two matches, mm-hmm. people that should be being moved on the chessboard moving forward on the chessboard or going backwards. You, you have to make people believable as a contender. Bray and LA Knight, you didn't do it. Right. And again, you expo- to me, you exposed Alexa in that match. You put her in there with somebody she shouldn't have been in there. And for whatever reason, it didn't come across right. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, tell me how many times did she fought Becky? How many times did she fought Bailey? How many times did she fought Charlotte compared to the rest of the roster? No, and as a matter of fact, when getting to that run, especially Becky's run in 19, they made sure to keep Alexa at bay, not necessarily far away, but at bay. So that when she did have interaction, it was limited and it made better sense then. Yes, because if you get it, if she climbs in the ring and we can now throw Bianca into that. If she climbs in the ring with those four, she's exposed. Right. And it's it's, like people are going to hate this. People are probably going to be like freaking out right now. It's the truth. Go watch it with a, a clear conscience. And you will see there's a reason she shouldn't be in the ring with them for. Yeah, they did her no favors by not giving her any kind of. Alexa is very much a character driven story. Versus Bianca being the natural athlete. That's not to say that Alexa can't perform, but Alexa is a character more than she is an athlete. And it works when you do that. It doesn't necessarily work when you just have her go in there and say, "Okay, let let Bianca call the shots," because that it felt very much like that's how they did it. Bianca just basically called the match. I mean, that goes back to like when they had the divas, and then they brought in like Lita. Yeah. You know? 
Like you have sure. Sable versus Lita. Well, who's right. gonna win that? You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> it's That's just, actually a good comparison. It is a very good one. It's almost that dead on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean I think it's just, you know, there's two different kind of feelings about it. It that needs to like like Brian said, they catered people to certain people, and and so there's no Bianca just needs to move on. They need to move on to Bianca with, I guess, I guess Becky's going to be her next fight or some. Well, Becky's got to get through Bailey first. Mm-hmm. So. Any final thoughts from that one? I think we've covered it pretty well. Nope. I said what I said. I'm sticking to it. Got it. (laughs) Let's move on to the Women's Royal Rumble. We get a chance to see an opportunity to really, really grow a legacy, not a legacy, but but a, a following for Rhea Ripley because she has done really, really well from NXT all the way up. And she starts off at number one. Liv Morgan starts at number two. And I did not think that both would go the distance on this. But, uh, you know, it, it ended up working out all right. We got a lot of uh, interesting parts. <laughs> and then not so much. Like Dana Brooke, I don't know what the purpose of having her in there was. But, hey, you fired everybody else on the women's roster. Might as well put her in there. Well, if it wasn't for NXT, they wouldn't have had a damn rumble. So, right. Shayna Baszler comes out at number five, does literally nothing. Um, Baszler is Shayna accom- Boozler to do anything. Well, as accomplished as she was in NXT, they've done no favors for her. Very much like Alexa in that regard. They oh, do just because your wife her. is in the room, stop sucking up. You know, it's funny because she's actually not. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, Emma. Enters the Rumble again. Great to see her come back, but done literally nothing since getting her sign back. Bailey comes out, and now we start to see, uh, I don't know, a change in in the way the Rumble is going to go. Because now we know that damage control is going to try to control the ring. Um, B-Fab gets, I don't know. Five minutes, two minutes, three minutes, one minute. I don't know, but she got eliminated pretty damn fast. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 36 seconds. My bad. <laughs> she comes in, she goes out, and what we thought was kind of the, the bushwhacker spot. But uh, we'd find out later that it was actually Chelsea Green who has re-signed with WWE uh, to get that that moment and to get an opportunity to have her royal Rumble moment. Hey, look, Rick Boogs is back. I thought his name That's was the back. guy I was talking about. Because he was in that commercial, and then all of a sudden he became a, you know? So anyway, go back to what you're saying. The world doesn't care uh, about Rick Boogs. <laughs> well, the fans are kind of eating it up, some of them. Hard cam side, not doing him any favors. Maybe just stick to the ones at the entranceway that like him. Uh, let's see here. Candice LeRae comes out. I thought that it was a, a sad reaction for Candice LeRae. They didn't seem to really uh, get into her coming into the ring. Um, Natty Neidhart had a pretty cool outfit coming to the ring, playing uh, homage to uh, her dad. 
Um, I'm straining here to find highlights. Zelina Vega comes out dressed up as what do they call her? Jury? Jury? Anyway, a Street Fighter character, Street Fighter Six, which uh, Zelina Vega will actually be highlighted as one of their characters. At, at, yeah, at I thought eight. she was like commentating or something, or doing voice or something. Maybe you're right. It, it's commentary. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's mm-hmm. it's commentary that she did for. Is Rick Boogs wearing like Ultimate Warrior tassels on his legs? Is that what he really did? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, this will suck. Um, let's see. <laughs> Raquel Rodriguez comes down. She got a great hometown pop. People really seem to enjoy her. Lacey Evans, on the other hand, comes out, and the crowd could have cared less. They get to the Michelle McCool spot. We've already talked about that one, like, to death. Um, and, and the one part of this that I really dug, I ended up having to watch later on in the night because I had missed it, was Asuka coming out and us seeing what WWE fans are now being introduced to a reintroduction of Kana, the, I guess what did Shane call it? The murder clown. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of a cool, a cool resurgence or cool return for that. Um, well, but so we have to see where it goes forward. Like right. The one off is, you know, and they have to explain it. If they don't explain it, like 75% of your crowd's not going to know why she changed. Piper Niven, uh, we talked about that one. Gets her. Yeah, that's right. Gets her name back. Congratulations, (laughs) Piper Niven. I don't know what the hell you're going to do next because, you know, out of 15, 20 women on the roster, they still only push the top three. Uh, Nikki Cross uh, comes out at number 29, sprinting to the ring. The entire way. Uh, a lot of people gave her a shout out for her cardio on that one because that was a huge long ramp way. And we get to number 30. But <laughs> you're a guy who's working in the back <laughs> in WWE. You got the soundboard, you got the special effects, you got the countdown. It should be a pretty easy job. You hit the 10 second buzzer, and then at the end of that, Press the button for the 30th contestant for the Royal Rumble. Contestant? Um, contestant? Contestant. 30th contestant. Say that five times fast. You couldn't say it once. I know. I can't even spell it. <laughs> so, it, you know. Before the countdown even hits, we get the intro for it, number 30, the person no one wanted to see. Nia Jax. And by the way, how do I know no one wanted to see it? Because the entire stadium is booing the hell out of it. And you could see that it actually seems like it hurt Nia Jax's feelings. Sure it did. I mean, look at when she got in the ring. (laughs) Look at when she got in the ring and was screaming, this is my fucking house. No, sweetie. It's not. Nobody wanted you back. I mean, you're you're just a pawn right now. You're gonna get booed. You're gonna get talked about. I mean, that's that's what you get. You shouldn't be in the business. She looked Bye-bye. like she, and 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 I'm not trying to be hating or nothing, but she didn't look like she was in like 
She had slowed down before she left. <laughs> yeah, she had. Okay, that you know what? I get you're right. Absolutely. She did not look like she was in ring shape. You know, I mean, where was the Glamazon? I mean, she like, came out and attacked Rhea Ripley before <laughs> the Rumble. Right. Hit her, hit her with a spear. Yeah, but we can't get her in the ring. We got global warming because of that damn hair. <laughs> the 1980s called. They're very proud of you, Beth. Very good. Like, Jesus. <laughs> that was straight out of a white snake video, that hairdo. <clears throat> yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know why the pacing of a women's Women. Royal Rumble is so different than a men's. But that would just drug on way too long. I also think it didn't they didn't do themselves any favors by having the entrance ramp so damn long. Because, mm-hmm. like, hell, by the time the person got in the ring, there was already another number. You know, it's like, okay, whoops. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't understand it. It's not a hard job to wait until the time is right to hit the counter and then hit the music in the video. You press a button, buddy. It's it. You've got three buttons to press that entire time. And it actually you do it. even does better <laughs> suspense if you let the countdown go. And everybody's like, who's number 30? Right. And then it then hit her music. You might get a reaction. No, not with her. No, I mean, I didn't didn't like her when she was there. Yeah, I don't, I think that's a constant between most fans. (laughs) She wasn't needed or wanted. And that's sad to say, because I'm sure she really did seem like she was hurt by the response by the fans. Um, You know, we we talk about the boo-boo face a lot when you see somebody that's not happy with what's getting ready to happen in the ring. Boy, did she have it from start to finish. She just did not need to be there. And thankfully, she wasn't in the ring very long. Yeah. But I mean, all you have to do is go back to when she's yelling, uh, you know, fuck this and fuck that at the crowd. Yeah. This is my fucking house. Yeah. No, sweets. Just let it go. And <laughs> just can somebody, let it go. Somebody needs to also tell her that The Rock's daughter works for WWE now, so he doesn't want, he's not going to do you any favors. Might I add that Ava Rain, The Rock's daughter, is doing a pretty good job on NXT. And I will say that I was proud. I was happy not to see her in the Rumble. Uh, Me too. I I don't think she's ready for that yet. She will get there, and she's doing the right thing by taking her time. Uh, The ending sees Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Asuka in a three-way exchange Asuka and Ripley and Liv all on the apron. Asuka goes for the mist. Ripley ducks. It's, it, it nails uh, Liv Morgan in the face. Ripley sweeps the leg out. Asuka goes to the outside. Now it's, it's Ripley and Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan literally trying to blindly swipe at, <laughs> at Rhea Ripley and ultimately gets eliminated. I actually liked the ending of it. I kind of liked how they did it in the sequence. Ripley goes uh, 62 minutes winning the Women's Royal Rumble. 
Um, great performance by her. And, and you know what? It wasn't a bad performance by Liv Morgan either. Um, still, uh, the Women's Royal Rumble still remains to be one of those things that I, I could do without. I don't know if I could. I, I like the thought that we're doing one. But mm-hmm. somebody really needs to sit down and think it through. Yeah. Because Dana Brooke, she, you know, like when she got in, she like all the sail, just like the wind went out of the sail. Well, she was and trying she, to. She like, was in it, what, four, four or five? Right. She was trying to do all her moves because what happened was they put her in and some people like that that haven't had the TV time. So what they do? They use that time. Oh, wait a minute. I've got 15 minutes. I'm going to do all my moves. Or a little, I'm going to go and I'm going to somersault to the ding, 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 ding. And then you get Natty coming back after, you know, that was Shayna that took her out, right? Yes, it was Shayna. And so what happens? Ten minutes out, like five minutes after they, boom, out of the ring. Done. So... I just, I just think it's like, like I was saying about the big spots. Everybody's got to do the fake almost I'm coming out. You know, they've gotten the rumbles now to where everybody's got to hit their moves. You know, like you go back to Logan Paul being in the men's rumble, like doing all the weird shit, you know? So. So, yeah, I agree. We get, after this rumble is done, a rock concert. Wait. Thank God. My it's cable, a country singer. Mm-mm. My cable cut out and I didn't see it. It's heavy metal. No, no, it, no it's rap. God damn, Ooh. I have no idea what this guy's supposed to sing. And supposedly he's a star. I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't understand it. Uh, I, I mean, I guess he could be a star. Maybe it was the acoustics or whatever. But god damn I'd ask for my money back. <laughs> I mean, I, as I soon as he walked back in the curtain, if I was Triple H, I'd be like, look, uh, I'm gonna need my paycheck back. You just killed my crowd that I've been killing for the last match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is what a this task. a new look for Bailey? What a task to have to bring the crowd back after that abysmal whatever the hell it was. I I I muted it. I didn't want to hear it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not listening to this. Well, I mean, you're going to kill him anyway with a Roman Reigns match, so I mean. Went and walked the dog, got something to eat, came back, stupid ass was still singing. I mean, Jesus, no thank you. I've never happy I was never happier that my cable cut out. Peacock was like, oh, sorry, we've had a moment. Read that. Restart the program. Nope, I'm good. Click. (laughs) I'm going to bed. (laughs) Oh, so you went to bed happy. You didn't have to watch (laughs) Roman and Kevin Owens. (laughs) Actually, I mean, uh, no, I'm not going to lie. Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. You mean to tell me somebody marked this fucking time. January 30th, 2023. Hello. That I actually thought that in segment was very good TV. The whole thing. From the match. The whole the, match? The, from the match 
to the end. Brian, don't do drugs. Come on, buddy. What was like wrong the with the, the match? segment, the post match was tremendous. You know what was wrong with the match? What did I miss? Um, the fact that we've curious. seen all of that before, that they did literally nothing different outside of the throwing into the steps, which was ridiculous. Oh, and the so, frog splash from the apron to the floor, and then the frog splash from the top. That was pretty cool, too. But, uh, it, I mean, don't you realize that most wrestling matches you've probably seen before? Oh, stop. Okay. So that, no, no, yeah, I, I'm okay. just And curious. all ideas have been done before, curious. too, and none of the gimmicks are original. Okay, we can do that. That's fine. We, but, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, we're talking about supposed to be two of the best, right? Um. You know, did we did we miss something where they're going to actually try something different, or did they just go? Yeah. So, what? I, I'm just curious. I'm just don't get offended here, because oh no no I, no, I'm not I offended. Just happening to disagree with you. But you see the same matches <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I mean, legit, they are talking about how they did the exact same spot in WrestleMania 14 between so-and-so, and and it's now in this match. Like, people are picking up on that. And some matches you're not even paying attention to. Maybe was your expectations high, or were you mad that, that that the tribal chief pulled off? That's what it is. No, I have no. ruined you to the point that you were so sour on the tribal chief. Wow. You're a tribal chief that you can't be happy for for the win. Uh, wow. I think what I was hoping for out of this match would have been similar to their, not, their last man standing match. Only what? improvements in different, different parts. But the last one, he was, like, sitting on the ground for, like, 20 minutes. He didn't have a choice. He got kicked in the balls. He's supposed to sell him for 20 minutes. <laughs> and Paul the key. That's a 10 count. Yeah. That's a, a you know, standing 10 count. He's sitting on the ground for 20 minutes. Or it's because they were in Tropicana Field or wherever, and that's a different counting over there, I guess. I don't know. It's, they're using new math. That's what it's <laughs> <laughs> The space-time continuum. Right, right. We're the multiverse now. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a horrible match. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was, yeah, it was all right. I guess it's just. I got it. You were expecting like something great. Yeah, I really was. I was expecting something kind of epic because they've had. But... I mean, every matchup they've had before wasn't bad. It actually was figuring we were going to just see a, a step up. That's all. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If they went out there and put on, uh, what's Kenny Omega normally get? Sevens? Seven and a half star match? Whatever. Well, that's whatever because thing. him and Smelter have a deal. Okay, whatever. Let's <laughs> say they went out there and put, out, put on a seven and a half star match. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that probably would have diminished the end segment? You know what? That's that's interesting. I I can see your logic there. Because literally, right? Literally, you knew it was coming, right? 
And for the, I knew that was coming. Like it was going to happen. Sammy was going to do something to get dropped. Mm-hmm. Right. But that segment just had such raw emotion in it. You couldn't help but watch it. Well, you had to because you didn't know when is Sammy going to take a step. Right. And, and so you're to, like, is it going to happen during the match? Is it going to happen after? Right. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Like, you knew it was going to happen. And you were just watching and waiting for it. Do you not think that maybe that detracted from the match? Uh, you know, because for me, I, I kind of keep up, kept up with the storyline. I haven't really watched WWE programming except for uh, what do they call pay? Not pay per views. What do they call them? Premium now? live Premium events. Live events. Get it yeah. right. You better yeah. get used to it, because sir, you're back. <laughs> yeah. So I've only watched a few of them, right? Yeah. And I have I I've just kind of and kept up with some of the storylines. I have kept up with the tribal chief one because that's a really big one. And I'll have to admit, there are times during the match I waited. I was like, oh, this is perfect time for Sammy to turn. Or this is perfect time for him to go and swipe Kevin's leg and actually catch Roman's leg or, you know, swing the chair and hit some more, you know, does something to Paul after that. You you know what I'm saying? I was watching that. But at the same time, I was trying to keep track of the match. But I didn't think the match was that bad. Like, I I, I thought it was a good match. Yeah. I just wish they wouldn't have wasted the turn on no payoff. You know what I mean? Oh, there was a definite payoff. Like, I was expecting, like, all right, you knew Sammy was going to turn at some point. Yeah. But I expected Sammy to come. Oh, man. Skype does not like Rob right now. Oh, you get booted? No, he's there. It's just his Skype is screwing with him bad. Oh. <laughs> Keeps dropping me. Okay, oh. there he is. And again. if you're not so... paying attention to Raw, Bailey just, like, basically, like, told Becky, the only reason Rollins married you is because he knocked you up. Damn! <laughs> Holy crap! Okay. Hello, Attitude Era. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He was mine right. before it was yours. Yeah. Damn. But, <laughs> I mean, the whole purpose for that match last night was to get you to the finish line yeah. of what happened after. The way this plays out, Roman hits like three different spears. Owens kicks out. Owens kicks out. Finally, he's had too much. He can't take any more. He gets speared, gets the pin. And it's it, it all's right with the bloodline, right? Sammy's throwing the one up. Everybody's celebrating. They're all putting the uh, red lays on. And before they can put it on Sammy, Roman stops him. He says, no, we've got we got more to do. And then they can continue to beat the shit. Out of Kevin Owens. So much, in fact, they handcuff him to the top rope and beat the dog snot out of him. Then Roman grabs the chair and he's getting ready to lay him out. It, this is this is the magic moment because they teased it and teased it and teased it. He had so many shots, just like Brian described, during the match. 
But now it's it's the moment of truth. Sammy jumps in front of him. This is beneath you, he says. You don't need to do this, he says. Roman's like, you know what, you're right. Turns his back and he hands him the chair. He turns turns to the side and hands him the chair. Basically, you do it. That's what he's telling him. You do it. You put him out of his misery. And he's pie-facing him. Yeah. And, I mean, he is not just telling him to do it. He's he's pie-facing him. He's screaming at him. We gave you everything. He's done nothing but treat you like shit. Everything that they could think to say. You know, Roman's like, we picked you up after you did that Knoxville shit. And you can hear this, by the way, on the feed. You can hear this on camera. And he's just screaming at him. And, and it builds up. Finally, Sammy's like, all right, all right, I'll do it. Okay. And he rears back to swing the chair. Roman's like, you're in, in for it now. He's in KO's face. And bam. And it's like 2014 all over again. The chair shot heard around the world smashes into Roman's back. And it literally, he sells it just like when Seth did it to him back when the shield broke up. And you'd think they could have cut it off right then and there. But I really liked that they didn't. I really, really liked that they gave Sammy his moment. And then we got to see basically what we expected. Only it wasn't exactly like we expected. Like we figured it's just the entirety of the bloodline would just basically lay both of them out. That'd be it. But what we got to see was we got to see just an entire ripple effect because now that Sammy has shown that he can stand up for himself, now suddenly Jay Uso is conflicted. And Jay bails. But we still get to see Sammy get the snot knocked out of him. KO continues to get the crap beat out of him. And that's how it ends with Roman saying, We're at war. And that's it. I thought this was a solid ending. I really, really did. I didn't like the match as much, but this this ending was the ending we need to get to WrestleMania. So again, so I'll 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 differ on the match because I actually enjoyed the whole thing, right? From start to finish last night. And maybe it was coming on the heels of you know what came before, but I actually enjoyed the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Now can't help but feel good after watching Hardy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I and I don't know. I, I I'm not really vested in in the whole WWE right now. You know, again, this is the first time I've watched Raw since I pretty much said I'll be back in six months. And um, I haven't watched SmackDown. You know, again, so I'm not vested in it like like people are. But there was. They pulled it off so well, even though you knew it was coming. There was there was emotion, and then when, uh, who was it, Jay that walks away, there's more emotion, and you're like, wait, I didn't, where did, I didn't see that coming. But I honestly can't wait till they get to WrestleMania and Sammy, you find out it's a big work. <laughs> Sammy's oh like double-crosses Kevin Owens for real. So I hope that's how it works out or something, you know. So there's that or there's the, you know, Jay Uso is in the corner of Sammy and Kevin as they challenge for the yeah. tag titles. Because, you know, there's going to be some kind of crazy, weird road there. And then mm-hmm. Jay turns and goes back to the bloodline. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, yeah. like that's what I'm figuring happens, because 
Roman has done such a, a great job character wise in mental manipulation of his team. Like it's he beats him up and wins his matches. Yeah, whatever. But it's the I'm the head of the table. I'm doing this to provide for the fan. Very much like Ted DiBiase did with Virgil. And that's what it reminded me of with with Sammy hitting him in the back with a chair. It reminded me so much of when Virgil broke away from DiBiase. Now, here's to hoping <laughs> here's to hoping that Sammy does a whole lot better than, you know, fuck money Virgil. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's worse. The fact that. That was your thoughts or the fact that you compared Sammy Zane to Virgil. <laughs> Like Skype honestly, all as high as this podcast is going on the charts, I would be highly offended if I was Sami Zayn and had to listen to call. What, I'm Virgil. What? <laughs> yeah. I, what? I mean, I I just I literally <laughs> like hope it's a double double cross. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe it's Cody gets the match at WrestleMania, and Cody and Sammy and Kevin have all hooked up, and then. You know, Sammy is the, again the one that sticks the dagger right in Cody's back or something. Oh my just, God! I'm just hoping for a double double cross with this one. Could you see that Cody finally is on the verge of winning the big one, winning the title? Sammy is in his corner to keep the bloodline at bay, and yeah, and Sammy turns <laughs> nut shot <laughs> after a rest bump. <laughs> listen. I mean, we all have to we all have to look at this, right? When Sammy joined the bloodline, like his his stock rose so oh, high. Yeah. 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 You could legit make him world champ right now and people would, would buy right into it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could put you could have Roman versus Sammy Friday night on SmackDown. Sammy wins, and you know all you know me for Forever, I've been like, well, who's going to beat him? You know, he's right. just trounced everybody else. Sammy would be the one guy I'm like, no, no, this makes sense that Sammy wins and beats him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could believe Sammy could beat him and, and make it look good. But then, but to have Sammy, like, stick Cody in the back, Sammy's would, like, score to unprecedented heights. Like he would become the biggest fucking jackass the WWE has ever seen, and he could write his ticket to whatever he wanted, and then just ha- like they embrace afterwards. You know as well as I do, you're picking up something, and you're slinging it at that TV. I know for me, that would it would be one of those really difficult moments because I would enjoy the fact that they got everyone because, you know, everyone is expecting Cody to win the title. So, yeah. And then I would be mad. I'd be like, God damn it. He got me again. Yeah. You (laughs) know as well as I do. I'm telling you, you know as well as I do, you're grabbing your coffee mug and you're slinging it across the goddamn room. (laughs) And that's the thing, and that's why I was glad that Sammy wasn't in the Rumble, because it would have confused things. And here's the thing. The latest reports that are coming out is at Elimination Chamber, which I can't believe it, but it's it's two weeks from Saturday. Elimination Chamber, guess who gets the shot at Roman? Sammy? Sammy freaking Zane. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, and see, again, you could have him win, and people are going to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I there's a lot of there was a lot of rumor coming into the Rumble that the Rock was going to be there, but then of course it turns out Rock is way too busy. Told some folks he couldn't get in ring shape on time or whatever, which I think was huh. Wrong. Yeah, apparently he said somebody puts out there that he he claimed he couldn't get into shape in time for the for the match, which we um, the man stays in shape. Yeah, yeah, right. He literally lives as a brick shit house. I mean, the guy's huge. Yeah. Nobody has him <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> like, what? If what, that's not ring shape, shape, I don't want to see ring shape. As I'm watching yeah. Bronson Reed come to the ring. <laughs> right. See, what I would love to see is some like you know Sammy Scheming, like you all said, you know, like somewhere in the contract he helps. He helps Cody along the way. He helps get the contract signed and everything. And then Cody wins at Mania. And then the next night at, at, at Raw, they're standing there. And Cody's got both belts. And then he hands the belt to Sammy. And Sammy, like, looks at it. And he goes, well, you never looked at the contract, did you? You know? I what? mean, I, I'd like to see something like that. You know, like, what do you mean? Well, the contract stated that you won the universal title. But if you won, I got this title. You know, like, so technically, thank you. That would be hilarious, actually. You know? (laughs) I'd kind of dig that. That's kind of cool. But kind of that way, you have your WrestleMania moment with Cody, but then the next night, you do a typical Vince, and you're like, ow! (laughs) Well, and the thing of it is, is with with Sammy, so they're going to be in Montreal for the Chamber. Uh, by the way, Sammy is from Montreal, so it's going to be the loudest reaction Sammy Zayn has ever gotten in his life. It's going to be pretty ridiculous. Um, it's it's at the point now where you could almost and I keep drawing the parallel because that's what I what I see it as. You could almost book this almost exactly like you did at WrestleMania 30 and have it as a triple threat where Roman's defending both titles and you, if you remember WrestleMania 2000, where the Intercontinental title <laughs> and European title were on the line, and if you got the first pinfall, that you won one title, and if you got the second, you got the other. Honestly, you could see that happen at Mania. I, I think that's a possibility. I'd, I'd much rather see the winner take all. Then yeah. you win one, you get this title. You win the other, you get this title. I'd much rather see a winner take all. And again, Sammy to just fucking help her. <laughs> I would be dying. Or or Jay come out and low blow Roman. You know, for Sammy. Well, so I think though, I think the the Jay is too obvious. You know, the the Jay is is actually like still a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you're mm-hmm. never going to get the tag titles off of them if they don't defend them. Yeah, you you just you're never going to see Sammy coming if you can pull a double double on them. Nobody, nobody in their right mind would ever see that coming. Well, I mean, here's to hoping that that makes for incredibly entertaining TV because that will oh, yeah. be the most talked about moment of mania if they do it like that. 
which because I, ju- I just want to hear you slam your goddamn coffee mug. I want the, I want you to tell me the next morning you Love were right. Ninety inch flat screen TV he's got on the wall. I'm gonna say I'm not well, I'm not trying to bust my television. <laughs> them cowboy fans were doing a lot of TV busting. If they can do it, you can do it. It's just gonna be funny. You're not even. You're just gonna react. You're just gonna sling the shit and smack the TV. <laughs> Stan's gonna be that guy that start taking his collection, start throwing it over the balcony. I'm like no. <laughs> I dare you take that Shayna Baszler figure and hang it over the balcony. Bronson, cool with the face, bro. Right, okay. like we don't need that shot. That's not okay. We get it. You're a big guy and you're scary. Yeah. Cool, I guess. And the cool thing is, you're not going nowhere. You're not climbing up the road. You know the ladder. You're going to be kind of probably mid guard because that's how they do with certain people. The talented people, that's where they stay. Well, that's the what that's what, Bron- that's what Dolph's telling him. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. It's your turn now. <laughs> what is oh, it? Uh, what really? is it? Miro said, "Bury me softly, brother." <laughs> wow! Look at that elimination chamber. Theory: Seth Rollins, Gargano, and Reed. Really? I guess the last two qualifiers are going to be on SmackDown. It'll probably be Kevin, and somehow Kevin will get one, and Sammy will get one. There it is. Hmm. Hmm. Because Cody's already Cody doesn't need the elimination chamber. And I don't uh, think he's already gotten a shot. I think Do they'll what? have him in matches, but they'll have him protected till Mania. Yeah. Well, we still got Cody and Finn Balor tonight. That could be interesting. Well, I mean, if you let if you let Finn Balor wrestle and let Cody do what Cody's been doing, yeah. But if you bring out Bitch Boy, I mean Dom. Oh, well, you know that's going to happen, and then isn't AJ Styles hurt? Yeah. yeah, he's got a broken ankle, unfortunately. So I'm sure Gallows and Anderson will come out to protect him, which will bring out. Mia Yim or whatever she goes by now. And so now you'll be, you know, if Balor's group comes out, then Cody will have backup. You know, one thing that's important is I I, I bet USA is glad they have a whole season of Chrisley knows best in the can. So <laughs> now they've gone to prison, they can't. At least we still got a new season. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. The Chrisleys, leave the Chrisleys alone. <laughs> well, I like the fact in the ad that shows them in a house. And my first thought was, I wonder if they finished it. <laughs> <laughs> For their sake, I hope so. <laughs> it won't sell very well while they're in jail if they hadn't. <laughs> oh, man. So that's uh, that's the Royal Rumble. Um, we got a lot Sorry, of room to cover. It. No, no, you're fine. Got a lot of road to cover. I think we've got a lot of room to to see what happens here at Mania. We got two weeks from Saturday, Elimination Chamber. Right now, the only confirmed matches are two Elimination Chamber matches. One for the U.S. title, another for the right to face Bianca Belair at the Royal, at the at WrestleMania. Easy for me to say. Coming up this week on February wait, 1st. Wait, wait, go ahead. Come out. Come out. I'm lost. 
So the Elimination Chamber that's for the U.S. title. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I'm 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 back in it now. Okay. Okay. He's ready. He's good to go. Then why <laughs> is the U.S. Oh, never, oh, never mind. I was like, why is the U.S. champion? And then I'm like, duh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Coming up this week, Wednesday, February 1st, we've got uh, AEW Presents Dynamite. TNT Championship no-holds-barred match. Darby Allen champion, champion is defending against Samoa Joe, the Ring of Honor Championship uh, TV champion. We got uh, Takeshita against Brian Cage. The acclaimed will be there. John Moxley against Hangman Page. TBS title on the line is Red Velvet challenges Jade Cargill and... I am really looking forward to this next one. Brian Danielson against Timothy Thatcher. If they do this right with Thatcher, what a damn coup. Because that's that's so good. And you can do anything you want with him. You can put him on Ring of Honor. You could keep him on AEW. Just hell of a signing. It's a, it's a pack show. If you say so, man. Okay. You just want a Thatcher figure. There's no damn CM Punk. It's not that packed. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, when's the next time they're in Chicago? <laughs> We're going to start these goddamn rumors. <laughs> so are you going to wear a CM Punk shirt every day till he shows up again? I've only got two CM Punk shirts. <laughs> so that's, that's mediums. Nah, I can't wear can't wear those because they keep rolling up like cheap blinds it's not fair it's not fair to everybody else seeing punk fan and you're letting us down go out there and get you some new shirts that movie looks good too by the way is that the that makes me never want to use burbo or airbnb ever <laughs> <laughs> And you know, supposedly, like the majority—oh, for fuck's sake—the majority of the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy cast is coming to DC, right? No, I didn't know that. But welcome back to yeah. WWE. Now you get to see Carmella. <laughs> Where's Corey Graves? Where's his mouth at? Well, you've probably so got to mute back. it rightfully. So now, okay, she would have gotten a bigger pop last night as a re- entrance in the Rumble than, oh, let's say. Um, Nijax. Yeah, probably so. Uh oh, no, she did. You better stop saying that. You better stop saying that. Monet hey, money. No, that's Monet. <laughs> that's what I said. Monet is money. Monet. What is uh? That's that's a different look for Oscar. Yeah, this is this is the I run the brothel. Come get you a massage. <laughs> what the hell? You want a special favor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's that's, that's gross. That's Couldn't good. do without that's, that. Oh my god, here he goes. Let's hear what let's hear what words of wisdom he's gotta say about Carbella being back. <laughs> the most beautiful woman in WWE. There you go. I just told you what he said. Where's Michael Cole when you need him? In the back going, shut up, Graves. <laughs> Damn, that was nasty. That was at WrestleMania when he got hurt? Yeah, he's been out for a while. 
Yeah. Well, good for him beating up the Miz. In a ten thousand dollar double breasted suit. Ten thousand dollars, I doubt. But okay. So before we close out, final grade for uh, Royal Rumble. Rob, what do you got? I would say the Rumble was a C. Ooh. Okay. Brian, your grade for the Royal Rumble? Mm, good start. Good finish to the Women's Rumble. Great main event and that whole thing. I give it like a B minus. Stan. I think with, uh, I agree with you. Good start. Women's Rumble had a nice finish. Uh, we could have did without the stupid rock concert, uh, whatever the hell that was supposed to be. Um, main event wasn't my favorite, but the end, the end of the show, the way they did that closing segment was pretty smart. I give it a B. There you have it. Our Royal Rumble review. Two weeks from Saturday's Elimination Chamber. We'll start our uh, run for predictions on that here probably next week as we get more of a developed card. Uh, Dynamite this week as well with uh, some great matches. And we are almost to what's next? Revolution, I believe, is what's next. Or is it full gear? I think it's full gear. Damn it. Mm-mm. I hate that I can't remember the calendar mm, I yet. I think it's Revolution. So we definitely have a lot of uh, ground to cover between now and the next major pay-per-view for AEW. They're, I'm still not clear outside of uh, Danielson and MJF what the rest of the build's going to be, but that's the cool part of uh, being a wrestling fan is you have to tune in. You have to watch. Well, that I think somehow or another we'll get like Mox and Page and some crazy ass stipulation at all. No more chain matches. We've seen enough. They're brutal. <laughs> Dog collar match? People get hurt in them things. <laughs> Lights out match? I don't know. No. I know. Then, a barbed wire exploding and... death match. <laughs> yeah. No, they're going to have the Mountain Dew Baja Blast match. <laughs> be a lime green flavor. Who knows? We'll be back next week to talk about everything else that's happening in the wrestling world. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks for uh, all your help with downloads and spreading the word about Corner to Corner. You can always catch up with us on Twitter at C2C Radio Show. Catch up with Rob at Rob Hefner C2C. Catch up with Brian at Vlad Dragul C2C. That's V-L-A-D-D-R-A-G-O-O-L-C2C. And if I can interject myself here for a second. I would just like to say, as always, it's been your pleasure. <laughs> and you can catch up with me at Stan Grubb everywhere. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next Isn't time. Is that what right you here. used to say? Uh, I think that's what Rob used to say. No, I think that was you. That was your, your little, what we call it, showstopper. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, face. yes. No, no, no. Yeah. That, that was the brush. That and the, so um, the. Oh, yeah. yeah as always, your brush was greatness is over. That's right. <laughs>
Yep. yep. And of all people, freaking Sean goddamn Stasiak. Son of a bitch. That's how we're closing shows from now on, Rob. We're going to alternate. Their brush with greatness with us is over. Yep, Stan. You can't. You, you won't have another brush with greatness until next Monday. <laughs> well, I guess Same there you have you it. Get all your podcasts. And until next time. You're not going to say bye? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sorry, is he over? Like, he says, is he just, until next time, and then it's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> His delivery uh, leaves a lot to be desired, I guess. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought it actually cut out. I was like, did it just I did cut too, off? actually. I thought maybe he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> what perfect timing. <laughs> well done, Rob. <laughs> <clears throat> well, when it dropped before, it was like, Brian goes, and let me tell you, and then it goes, I'm like, what, hello? Hello? deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 